phenomenal stuff from the All Blacks versus South Africa. And we've got a special guest joining us straight off the bat to uh, discuss, uh, dissect and talk about. It's former All Black himself, Chris Marsoi. Chris, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, mate. G'day, Gene. How are you? Yeah, mate. I think, like most of New Zealand, we're all pretty. Uh, we're all in a good mood today, brother. We're all in a good mood. And, and on that note, if any listeners want to text in any questions for Chris, please do so. Double eight double three, or if you want to even give us a call, oh uh, eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Chris, let's uh, start, mate. I mean, let's be fair. Last week we had a great win um, against Argentina, but that was always measured with a bit of oh, it's just Argentina, and you know the big test was going to be last night against South Africa. Chris, as a former player for the All Blacks, what did you make of that performance last night? I think that's what um, it was probably the best game I watched in the last 18 months. Um, mm. You know, uh, against the Springboks, it was always physical. And, uh, you know, the game last night was definitely the physical and the speed of the game was, uh, it was an enjoyable game to watch, to be honest. Yeah, sure. I mean, that that's to be, you know what, Chris, that's another point. I was watching it with my mate Steve-O last night, and we were going, that first try literally came from four minutes of open play. Yeah, it is. Um, like I say, the speed of the game was fast, and the collisions were, you know, and I think that's what was missing in the last 18 months. Uh, you know, the boys are definitely front up, and of course, there's always the history of the Orbics and Springboks, you know, the physicality that has uh, always been part of it. And uh, I think the boys um, stood up last night. Well, they sure did. I mean, as you say, South Africa, they basically, they you know, they call their bench the bomb squad, and rightfully so. But can I ask you, why is it, I mean, I'm watching the game, you know, with my mate Steve, and we're thinking, why isn't, you know, Malcolm Marks starting these games? Because he's obviously one of their key players. What's the logic behind that? I don't know. Uh, you know, we've got the Rugby World Cup coming up in a month's time. Um, you know, sometimes you play mind game and strategy and things like that. But, you know, um, some sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. But, um, you know, I guess every team or any other team that they come up with strategy, that they plan to go um, ahead with the Rugby World Cup. But, you know, never know what's uh, the plan well, no, that's right. You never know the plan. And to be fair, you know, Ian Foster, as you know, over the past eight, has had a lot of doubters. But in these past two games, I think a lot of those fears have been um, put to rest. I mean, we all we all were concerned that oh, will you know, will Jordan's got to start, but he's not at fullback. But he had a great game on the wing, as did Bowden Barrett at fullback. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I'm so happy for you know Foster. You know, it's been a tough eighteen months for him. Uh, the boys to front up like that and you know you mentioned Will Jordan um, I think he's a great rugby player you know not just a um, you know smart and also he's got mm. the speed and physicality that's going with it um, you know like like I say you know it's, uh, it's great performance on the All Blacks last night in before it was enjoyable to watch it last night. It sure was. It was a great game to watch. And one man who had an absolute barnstorm, was, uh, along with Will Jordan, was Shannon Frizzell. I mean, you know, he's been a bit under-talked up, I suppose. You know, question marks about him. But in last week's game, he was excellent. And last night's game, he was immense. Yeah, it is. Um you know, rugby is simple. Um, you know, you've got to bring physicality. You've got to win the collisions. Um, if you don't win that, you're never going to win the game. Um, of course, the defence. But, you know, he, he actually stood up for last night. And, and it's something that we've been missing for the last 18 months. And, you know, it's been, uh, you know, he got a lot of competition, a lot of pressure. But I think he's the uh, best game he ever played in the All Blacks jersey. And, 
he actually um, for that call is the number six and uh, you know he's uh, he had an awesome game last <laughs> night and, yeah, that's the physicality we're missing and you know the resilience that we'll be looking for yeah you're at hundred percent right Chris that's exactly what you we've needed that physicality that muscle but that obviously puts a big question mark now because, you know, we had um, Shannon Frizzell last night. We had, of course, you know, Scott Barrett, you know, he also had an excellent game. And then we've got um, Sam Kane and Brody Retallick. How do we fit Sam Whitelock into this? Or is he now uh, going to be a bench player, do you think, at the World Cup and in future games? Um, you know, there's, there's the beauty about the All Blacks. You know, everyone's on their toe and, you know, the, comp- uh, competi- the competition, sorry, um, you know, and, and that's the beauty of the, the All Blacks in the game. Um, you know, Sam, you know, is one of the, the legends of the game. You know, um, that experience will be crucial for the All Blacks going into the Rugby World Cup. And, you know, and special, the big game coming this weekend, the Bledisloe Cup that we all love. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's always, you know, at least we've got to, this time we've got to plan A and plan B, you know, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan, but you know it's it's hard when you got all those guys fronting up, and you know I'm sure they'll give the the management and the coaches some headache for selections in it for the next week. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, as well as the uh, the, the fans as well. You know, we're we're all scratching our heads now too, but in a, in a happy way, <laughs> in a happy way. Yeah, uh, Chris. Now, Chris, yeah. I, I want to ask you. You've you've played against South Africa, and whenever we've watched South Africa, they've always had like a a designated goal kicker who's like a you know hundred you know like ninety five percent goal kicker. Last night they didn't seem to have a designated kicker. What was that about? Yeah, well, something new. I was, you know, watching a few of the boys and uh, really surprising because, you know, we all know that South Africans, the physicality and also the kicking game that they bring, you know, the high ball and contestants. But, you know, last night was, yeah, some of the wingers were kicking the ball, you know, some of the nine, I'll never see their nine kicking the ball. But, yeah. you know, um, yeah, it was uh, really, um, you know, it's out of the blue. But, but uh, again, like I say before, it's maybe some strategy going into the Rugby World Cup and they try to try it out. But, you know, it was really, um, you know, a surprise for me last night. Um, you know, it was no, like you say, it was no proper kicker like, you know, we got in our All Black side. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the South Africans are, are, are renowned, you know, for having a great kicker. That's, you know, that's yeah, part and parcel exactly. of their game. Um, yeah, exactly. You've got, you know, Stane and all those guys. You yeah. Know, but, Picking up that lamb back in the days, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really strange last night. Um, their tactic last night. I don't know what they were trying to do. No, neither do I. I'm happy, but I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> hey, we just had a couple of quick texts come in as well. We may have um, answered these, but just in case, Anthony says, "What happens if Whitelock comes back? Does he go to number six? That's from Anthony. Oh yeah, that's the big questions. Um, it's hard because you know last night like Sean's, um, you know, that number six jersey will be hard too because the way he was playing last night for Sal, it was probably the best game he's ever played in the All Blacks jersey. And I think that's answered a lot of doubt and the questions about, you know, the physicality of the All Blacks and that, um, again, you know, you can't leave out what lock, you know, is uh, one of the legends of the game. And, you know, but like I said before, you know, the... 
the All Blacks coaches will be having sex <laughs> in the next 24 hours and 48 hours, you know. Yeah, I'll, you, you're so right. I mean, Sam Whitelock's been a part of the furniture for so long and we have so much faith in him as not just a player but as a leader. Um, and another yeah. text of this says, if Whitelock comes back into number five, uh, what happens? Scott Barrett and Shannon Rizal would both be very unlucky to be dropped to the bench. Well, as you say, Chris, that's the question for the coaches to decide. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, be honest, if, um, I want to be. I don't want to be in Foster's <laughs> right now because you know that performance last night. Like I say, it was probably the best I, I watched for a long time for the All Blacks, you know, team and. You know, to see the public and the experience at watching it, you know, people that so like you say, you know, the whole country was oh. happy waking up this morning, you know, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, man, it was, it was, an, it was, and you know, a lot of rugby games of late, you know, I would say majority of them have sometimes been pretty hard to watch, but that one last night wasn't. That was an entertaining game. But let me ask you this, Chris, okay, um, South Africa lost, but do you think that will affect their thinking or anything, or is it just, oh, it's it's this just part of the journey to the World Cup? No, I think, you know, it's just a part of the, you know, you can't charge one from one performance, you know, mm. um, you know this, the, their preparation to the Rugby World Cup and also for us, you know, I think it's good for the All Blacks that, you know, it's the right time to start speaking now because, you know, every time we go into a rugby walk-up, we're, we're always the favourite, you know. Um, I think this time is, we're not the favourite. It's not we're under the book, but that's good for the All Blacks, you know. It's not. But it's always the pressure come with that, you know, with the country behind and uh, things like that. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's just the preparation to for the next uh, month or so before the rugby walk-up. Off. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let me ask you this, Chris, because we all know it when you play um, South Africa. It's the one, to me, it's the one team, and to many fans in New Zealand, it's the, the team we really want to play is South Africa. But it's so physical. And sometimes it does kind of, you know, not, not cross a boundary, but it gets into that very grey area. I mean, we had the neck roll last night and, you know, Sam Kane kind of got, you know, almost had a had to go off at halftime because of a sore neck. What was it like for you when you played the South Africans, the Springboks? Was it that kind of, you know, grey area, you're not sure what's going, something could happen? Yeah, it's all, you know, that's the thing. It's always part of the game, you know, <laughs> the grabbing neck, um, you know, because now it comes down to, you know, they're going to really careful on that law now, you know, back in mm. our days. Are you getting away with it? You know, he gets sore neck after the game. <laughs> but, you know, because, you know, with their concussion and things like that, um, you know, they're pretty hard on that. Um, but, you know, it's always, you know, like I say, it's always a physical game against, um, you know, the box and... But, you know, there's always a be some of the boys today will be some sore bodies from the All Blacks boys. Sure, today. well, hey, got another <laughs> another text there, Chris. It's not your special, speciality because it's in the back line, but a couple of questions <laughs> around the back line. When Lester comes back, uh, does he slot in for the likes of Talia? And what about Damian McKenzie, D-Mac? Um, surely that performance last week didn't play him out of the side. What do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, um, Will Jordan's this one that stood out last night, um, you know, um, like we've got some quality wingers, you know, some backs out there, you know, like I say before, you know, I'm not a, not a coach, you know, Foster will be having some headaches and that, but, um, you know, you, you know, that's the, you know, that's the beauty of the All Blacks, you know, we've got some people that can play. Mm. Uh, I really want to see Lester, you know, um, you know, because he had a amazing super, you know, super rugby, you know, oh, yeah. uh, he's taught out for me and especially, you know, Mike Talil too, but, you know, um, I think 
this build up, you know, special this weekend, the Bladder Slow Cup, you know, I think, you know, for to everyone have a go and special Lester, you know, he's been outstanding for the Pacific Super Rugby. But, you know, we'll see. Um obviously to you know, it'd be good to see some of all those guys have a go um before the, the rugby world cup. Well that's right, I mean it's T minus three now until the, the the rugby world cup. And I know when I've done the Sunday afternoon before afternoon show with Justin Marshall before, he's a big Lester Fainganuku fan and um he he'll be the same as you, Chris. He's wondering, yeah, hopefully he'll get a game maybe next week or maybe in the next game against Australia and that's in two weeks. Yeah, you know, I see he bring that physicality and not just that, you know, he brings the speed and um, it's one of those winger he doesn't like to just stand out at the edge. You know, you, you go looking for work and you mm. know, and it's something that some, some coaches are looking for and uh, he's always hungry and I think he's, every time he touches the ball, he always breaks the first tackle. And it's, um, it'll be, um, you know, I'm looking forward to see him on uh, international stage. Yeah, yeah, me too. And of course, last night's game at Mount Smart, did you, you would never have played at Mount Smart, Chris, eh? Uh, no, no, that was the, uh, um, you know, I thought that was going to, but, you know, it's uh, interesting and I think it's, you know, the smaller crowd and makes feel like there's 100,000 people there, but um, yeah, it seems like, you know, the, the All Blacks boys enjoying it, um, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a different feeling, but, you know, um, I guess, you know, watching it on TV and that, it uh, seems like, you know, over a hundred thousand people there watching. Um, <laughs> it looked it looked like a really good atmosphere. I'm, I've been to you know many Warriors games there, and it's a good atmosphere. But with even more people, yeah, it seemed like it really went off. Yeah, it is. You know, um, and it's something different. And you know, in that base off, that's the that's the main thing is the W that they got it, and that's the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Of course, um, aside from the uh, All Blacks and uh, the Springboks last night, Australia took on Argentina, and Argentina had a win in that one, Chris. I mean, good for them, but what is going on with the Aussies, mate? <laughs> hey, I uh, can't comment on that. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, um, we just can't, you know, you know yourself, um, being a solar you know, the Hemisphere team, you know, you're looking at the the French, you know, mm. the Irish, yeah. Scotland, even Italy, you know, it's not an easy game anymore now, you know. Nah. Um, and that's make the, make the sport better. Um, you know, it's going into this Rugby World Cup in a month's time. It's uh, anyone can win it, um, you know, like that's the, yeah, true. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's going to be an interesting one. It is. It's a real open one. And I, I mean, I, my feeling is that France are going to go in as favourites for this one. But Chris, how do you? I mean, the the draw is stacked on one side and not the other so much. How do you see? Do you see the All Blacks getting through this one, or is it too early to to predict? Um, you know, I think like I said before at the start, you know, we we had a, you know, some. 18 months for the you know the the management and the All Blacks team uh, you know roller coaster like I say yeah it was but uh, I think the last two weeks is defined you know we just I think we just start building now and uh, you know I have no doubt like I said before this is the first time ever the All Blacks going into a rugby World Cup not favorite mm. you know like you say France and probably and probably Ireland you know those yeah. are the two the but you know I always I trust the boys and believe in the All Blacks that they will be, you know, there to the end. Oh, um, and that's, 
know. Yeah, it does. Um, you're right. It does feel like we've turned a corner. But I, I was watching the game last night, of course, and uh, they were saying that. Can you do you know why this is going to be? Apparently, we're going to play South Africa over in the UK like two weeks before the World Cup starts. What what is the, what is the reasoning behind that? Um, I think you know you're just trying to you know get that momentum going into. Um, I guess you know, um, and not a better team to play is to bring the physicality and also the speed like we watched last night. You know the the box can play a fast game and mm. they can be physical, always physical. Um, but, you know, that's, I think that's the part of it, you know, just in special, we got the, the blue, the blue first yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, that's the, you know, the theory behind that, you know, we've got to get the boys ready because um, like, you know, the French will play, you know, top 14 for eight years over there. Yeah. Uh, they're getting stronger, faster and physical too. Um, that's probably the theory behind that. And, you know, it would be a good idea, you know, to okay. get the boys ready and bump up for that because that, you know, that fringe game, that will set us for the Rugby World Cup. Well, Chris, like you said, yeah, you you know that French rugby better than most people. You were there for <laughs> eight seasons, man. And what, you know, it is a very, you know, physical game over there too. What was it like for you playing in that French league? And is it the same kind of uh, atmosphere that the fans have over there for their French rugby as they do, as we do over, over here for our rugby? Yeah, you know, um, some of the boys, you know, have been experienced, I experienced it. It's a different sort of atmosphere that into that rugby. Mm. Uh, some people, they have no idea about rugby, but they, they're in there screaming. Um, you know, the atmosphere is awesome. Um, and also, it's not just, you know, playing the Frenchies, you know, you've got the, you know, like of the Russians, uh, the Georgians. And, yes. You know, all people around the world, you know, it's um, like, you know, it's really, uh, you know, compared to Super Rugby and, you know, top 14, it's pretty physical. It's up there, you know, yeah. close to international. Like I say, you play different people from different countries and test yourself the best pretty much. And um, yeah, it's definitely physical. And like I said before, and physical and now compiled with the, the speed of the game, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Hey, one more text is coming from Ken for you, um, uh, Chris. Uh, Dean Bowden Barrett, uh, definitely our starting 15 now. Jordan Good and Frizzell. Wow, a scrum did get shunted back twice in the first 40, but all round a great performance from the whole squad. You'd agree with that one, Chris? Oh, definitely. Mm. Uh, you know, um, those are the guys, you know, like I said before, you know, uh, Will Jordan and, you know, um, I think one thing I always looking last night was looking forward to that combination 12 and 13. Yeah. Jordy um, and uh, Rico, you know, uh, remind me of the domination of the French back in the days, you know, that tall, mm. strong and fast man. And I think, you know, that's, uh, that's something I'm, I'm, I'm going to look forward to in the next uh, couple of weeks, you know, that in that combination going those two tall boys in uh, midfield yeah. Um, yeah they can do some damage there um, but yeah like yeah definitely those guys stood out for me last night you know no you're absolutely right and we we've all everyone here has been wondering you know what is the center combination going to be because we've tried multiple uh players in 12 and 13 and we you know like all um, rugby fans, all black fans, we want a combination of the centres. We want another Nonu Smith, you know, we want a Bunsen Little. And I think you're right. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, uh, Jordan and um, Yuani, they seem to be building that combination. Yeah, it is. You know, the more you play, you know, get to know each other and 
and that's the and that's the key, you know, it's just um, you know learn from each other and get that connection going into the Rugby World Cup because, like I said, you still got three more games to get that combination going. And you know, like talking about resilience and that, you know, Barrett is definitely Geordie's definitely got that in him. You know, he can crash it up, but but also we can give an option of kicking too. You know, you can. He can kick that ball, that's for sure. Yeah, he's got a great punt <laughs> you know, on him. And it's, it, it's not a bad option, you know, because um, he's a guy that he can be physical, but also he can be kicking game too. It's um, it's, it's good balance to have. Yeah, it sure is. Hey, look, before I let you go, Chris, a lot of people will be wondering, what are you up to these days, mate? I did a quick Google and it said you've gone into boxing. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I did, uh, did one, um, you know professional boxing but you know the wife wasn't keen on it (laughs) but um you know i was doing a little bit of coaching out in the taranaki coaching my club rugby inglewood the prims and um, nice yeah do a little bit of hospitality at the hotel with family owns a hotel in taranaki the devon uh we me and the wife and helping out the the father and mother to run that and uh you know, it's different to rugby, but, you know, it's a learning curve of hospitality. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's a good will. Big shout out to the Devon. If you're in the area, folks, pop in there. Hey, uh, Chris, thank you so much for your time today, mate, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks, and you too, mother. Cheers. Cheers. There you go, Chris Marceau, talking all things uh, All Black from last night. Yeah, and, and really good to have that insight from someone who's been um, in that French rugby for so long. He knows it better than anyone.